This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. UFC Vegas 64 coming up this weekend and a very special guest today. Some of you might call him a controversial figure on MMA Twitter. Me and him, I think, met over some you know, Twitter beef, but here he is, the man himself, Kairos. How you doing, brother? I'm doing good. I appreciate you for having me. It's good uh, to finally see you like in video form, you know, it's different when you see people like this versus pictures. Yeah, dude. I mean, even watching videos online, not live, it's not the same. I like mm-hmm. linking up with Twitter people and just talking face to face. It's nice, dude. Uh, so great to meet you, brother. Yeah, you got me on a good day. Usually nothing's working. <laughs> Nothing, lights won't work. The camera won't connect. Like you caught me opportune time. All right, we got to be quick then before it all breaks down. Right? <laughs> Watch it fall, yeah. No, I'm playing. All right, so let's start out with recapping last weekend. Last weekend was a complete disaster for me. I don't know about you. I lost, this is my worst betting night ever, career-wise, minus 10 units. I went one for nine on UFC <laughs> Vegas 63 bets. Luckily, I won a little bit back on Jake Paul beating Anderson Silva, which still sucked to see. But yeah. what were your thoughts on uh, UFC last weekend? Any Anything from you? Uh, to be honest with you, I feel bad for this because I had to catch it on the rebound because I was working, which usually happens on Fridays and Saturdays. But mm-hmm. I told people they better start respecting Arnold for a long time. I, I get it, injury, but whatever. It's like, but still, it happened nice. during the fight. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's nice. The most quiet, like 11, 12 fight winning streak we have in the UFC right now. <laughs> like, no one's talking about him. He he was like, yeah, sure. Cater got injured, but, and it was early in the fight, but Arnold was was winning that fight so yes. far. It was going his the momentum was swinging fast. I was like, oh, okay, y'all gonna see Cater ain't the best boxer. Y'all been saying this for you. That oh, I'm not even gonna go on a tangent, but it's just no, like Arnold is a real deal. There's a few people in the division. I'm thinking, like, I don't think they can beat Volk, but I think that they can win rounds off of him. And that's Arnold and Yair. I think Yair can win two rounds off of him. Not a fan of Yair, but completely agree, man. Oh, He's yeah. so good. He's so good. Yes, Yair, the god. Yair, Apollo Costa, they might not lose again. Those are the gods. Of him. <laughs> I, re- I remember <laughs> me and you were both on uh, Yair over Ortega, too. So mm-hmm. give, give me the money. Um, yeah, but that was that was a, that was surprising. S- sad to see. Hope Cater, uh, nothing too serious. I don't know the diagnosis yet. We'll see on that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it sucked. My, my only other thoughts were it sucked to see Chase Hooper get beat up like that. As much as I love him, that sucked. Mm. Listen, they that's what's going to happen. You can't grab teenagers in the UFC with sub 10 fights and say, like, it doesn't happen. Like, that's what's going to happen to the Roses Jr. kid. That's what's happened. That's what happened to Kay Hansen. There's a long, long, uh, Sage Northcutt, Paige Manzant, laundry list of people who it doesn't go well for. The only people who it does go well for are people who are probably 25 plus with under six fights. Those are the only people. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think especially in the men's divisions, it's a little bit different too, because dude, like I'm 25 now when I was 19 years old, man, compared to now, I was just, I was a boy, you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, these cats are not ready for the UFC yet. Not all of them Mm -hmm. suck to see. I hope Chase can come back quick or maybe not quick, maybe take some time off after that beating, but I hope he comes back and can grow into himself a little more because he's not quite there yet. He should try and pull an Artem Lobov and just like cut his contract early and like, no, like I think that'll save his career. You okay? You stack up a hell of a lot of losses and you take damage and then you're out of the UFC. Your stocks dropped and your health dropped. Like, bro, just cut your losses. Come back when you have some talent. It happens. People bounce. Bobby Lawler left the UFC for goodness sakes and came back when it's done. Charles Oliveira didn't he leave the UFC? Uh, or at least go on a bunch of loss streak? I don't know if he left. I don't think he left. No, but he did go on the losing streak. But yeah. yeah. Someone who did lose the UFC, the last person I want to talk about from last week was uh, Justin, Dustin Jacoby left UFC, came yeah. back 6-0-1 since coming back, or maybe 6-1, and I don't remember. Uh, anyways, what did you think about those scorecards last week? Because that was one I was like, uh, That truly, <laughs> that and the yeah, but I'm just like sitting in my mind just like, mm, I don't like that scorecard at all. I like Khalil, I like, but I don't think he won that. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I like sugar too, man. And I was sitting there like, what? <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> I was like, uh-uh. There's so, politics at work. M- MMA judging got some work to do more, more than anyone, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, hopefully that happens. So last thing I want to talk about last weekend was the circus show itself, Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva. <laughs> Did you watch that? No, I watched probably like two rounds and I was just like, all right, it's competitive, but I just don't like boxing like that. I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't either. I was excited to see Anderson Silva in there. Anytime Jake Paul fights, I'll I'll watch it just because I'm a sucker for big events. <laughs> but that doesn't need to be happening, man. 47-year-old Anderson Silva, come on. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> I saw that they had a pre-fight press conference. They were talking it, and I saw a clip of it there. Um, Jake was like, you're not in the UFC Hall of Fame. You're arguably one of the greatest. All-. And I was just like, that hurt. Mm-hmm. Like that, I was just like, oh, we don't need to talk about that right now. <laughs> like, no. look at where he's at, too. Like, uh and then he beats him too. And it's just like, Jesus. yeah. So I just think, I think every MMA fighter needs to vow and say, I'm going to retire. I'm not going to retire and then fight Jake Paul. It's just, I don't need to see it anymore. Yeah. They probably want the money though. They probably it, want that money. It's, it's a bag. That's, that's for sure, dude. Um, so let's move ahead to this weekend coming up Saturday, November 5th, UFC Vegas 64. What was supposed to be headlined by Bryce Mitchell and uh, Evliov unfortunately is not headlining anymore now we have marina rodriguez going up against amanda lemos not the most filled stack card but i do have bets i do have thoughts i'll start from the bottom work my way to the top i only have three picks and then a parlay i'll run by you so let's start with what some would say is the least exciting fight we're going to talk about however i interviewed ramona pasquale this week so i have uh, some heart investment here I am going to go with the underdog who I interviewed. No bias here. Ramona Pasquale coming in as a plus 115 underdog against Tamiris Vidal, minus 140 favorite. This is a hard fight to bet on. A lot of people are going to be looking at me commenting like, dude, what? why are you betting on this fight? Probably not worth it. You might be right. But here's my thoughts. Pasquale is 0-2 in the UFC, except she fought two great fights, close fights. The second one, debatably, she won. Didn't get the win, two L's in a row, but she's very experienced. She's fought all over the world. She has pretty good striking and cage control, and she's very big and strong. Like, she has great grappling control, too. I'm not super worried in this fight because the tape I've watched from Vidal, 
not not impressive very sloppy one of these fighters i'm like eh, what are your thoughts dude i was watching her today because i saw you pick i saw your picks and i looked down i'm like she's an underdog and so that's yeah, exactly I was, like, I was like wait what i was like that's gotta be they shifted the lines because people are betting on the and I watched her fights. I'm like, there's no way this should be her first UFC bout. And it should not be against Ramona. You, you, and I looked at all the other um, options for betting. They've closed everything other than, I think, money line. Because they know better. They know they're cutting mm -hmm. their losses. So right. I think you're on the money with this one. I think Ramona's going to take it to her. And in one of her wins, too, which was funny, she was winning and controlling the girl in this, like, amateur bout. And the, this probably one minute left on the clock, dog. And she illegally knees her in the head. And she gets up. She's like, yeah. I'm like... Girl, you just lost the point. They still gave her the win, but I'm just like, yo, oh. ain't no way she's winning. <laughs> no, I, 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 like the tape I've watched, she's got hands, she's got some heavy power, but it's like no gas tank, no mm -mm. rhythm, no, I don't get the line. And I think it's going to close. It already has closed a little bit. So hit it Probably early, Ramona yeah. Pasquale, underdog. We'll that see. was smart. Hey, low, low. Low-level women's MMA, be careful, at your own risk, people. Uh, moving on to another women's MMA fight here. I'm going with one of my favorite underdogs to bet. She's not an underdog this fight, but it's almost a pick em. Pollyanna Viana coming in as a minus 140 favorite over Jin Yufrey, plus 115 underdog. I'm on Pollyanna Viana here. She has won me a lot of money throughout her career. 2-0 as an underdog against Emily Whitmire and Molly Martin cash both those times she's just so good on the ground that's the thing and i think that's going to be the difference in this fight jenny fry very good on the feet experienced in her in her own right but we've seen of late her activity has slowed in fights uh and when she's on the ground throughout her career she has struggled against demopolis she was submitted by Kay hansen i think someone as skilled in bjj as viana is going to take it to fray here why are you smiling is it because i mentioned <laughs> Kay hansen's name no, it's because you mentioned that fight. I was like, listen, um, if you get subbed by Kay Hansen, it, I'm going to get disrespectful. If you get submitted by Kay Hansen, it might be time to pack it the fuck up and leave the U.S. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Kay Hansen is not, a, and she came to the UFC young. That's why. She came in way too young and experienced. Yes, that's why. It's not because I hate her and I'm a misogynist. She just wasn't sure. ready. And she, and also, Pantana does not win decisions. She, if she wins, it's a finish, and she's grappling. And she, I just, I, there's too much in Poliana's back pocket for me to even think about picking Jin. And yes, you could say Jin has better hands or cleaner hands or more. You could say that, but it's still her output is low. If she's fighting someone who's throwing low output, she's going to throw low output. If she's fighting someone who's throwing high output, she's going to take breaks and not throw. Yes. Either way, I would not pick Jin Yu. And I've watched her. I've known about her for almost six, seven, eight years. I watched her on the amateur circuit because she had that one knockout where she punched the girl into the cage. She bounced off the cage and punched her again. Like, <laughs> I had high hopes for her. I thought she was going to be a beast. I don't know what happened, but she shit happened. She got started late, I believe. She's 37 years old. I just yeah. checked. Uh, Pollyanna's 30. The UFC loves to throw up the stat of when there's a plus six year age difference, the younger fighter wins 65% of the time. So we have to put that into account here, too. All signs are leading Pollyanna. As long as she yeah. stays under a minus 150, I'll probably throw some money down on it. But again, always caution on these uh, women's MMA fights. So moving on here, I believe this is the co-main event. Um, Neil Magny, minus 115 against Daniel Rodriguez. D-Rod, minus 105, a slight favorite. By the way, I get all these from MGM, so odds okay. differ no matter where you go. Um, mm -hmm. But around a pick em, I, I have to go with Neil Magny. And let me just say before I talk about Magny, 
I want to talk about D-Rod. I feel as if he's undersized in welterweight, and I think that was exposed in his last fight against the Leech. He beat the Leech on the scorecards. You might agree with me here. I totally thought the Leech beat D-Rod. Close fight, close decision. Can't be too upset about it, but D-Rod looks small. He didn't throw enough activity. I think he was exposed a little bit. I think we're going to see a very similar fight by Magny. Longer, taller fighter, much more experience. I don't think he's going to go in there and knock the man out but I think he's going to use some uh, real cage control, clinch control, striking, distance control, win a decision here over D-Rod. And at pick odds, I can't ignore it. What do you think? Yeah, I don't think this should be a pick I don't know why fans are obsessed with, like, people who are primarily boxers. I don't get it. I don't. <sighs> you see it with Rob Font. You see it with Katie's. They see D-Rod. They're just like, he's such a great boxer. He I can, fall into like, the trap, yeah. I I. I'm like, no, <laughs> I, I, when I see that, I'm like, no, you are not going to be that. I don't think D-Rod should be this close to the odds whatsoever. My man, you fought Kevin Lee, who I think Kevin, Kevin Lee is one of my favorite fighters, but I no disrespect. Kevin Lee, yeah. He is not a welterweight. And for someone whose hands y'all claim are like top 15, top 10 in the UFC, probably should have landed more, probably should have got him out of there, probably should have had a more success. Like, so for me to sit, for me to see this line and think to myself, there are actually people picking him by finish and to win. They're absolutely, I don't know where they're getting this information from. I think Neil is going to absolutely just out volume him for three, maybe 30, 27 him. Cause let's be honest, when, who was the person that Neil fought? Not Shavkat, the person before them um, that dropped him, who just won by uh, knockout or finish uh, this past weekend. Let me look who that is because I can't think. Uh, was that Max Griffin? Max Griffin. Max Griffin actually has hands. He has power. Yeah. He has serious power. And Neil was able to weather that storm, come back, out-volume him for the next two rounds, and turn the tide. Max might have – it might have been just by giving Max the decision, but still, Neil did enough for you to question it and got the win. That's why I'm saying there's nothing D-Rod could throw at this man in my mind that's going to get him out of there or win him two rounds minimum. I agree, man. I think these boxers really have a lot of success in MMA against lower level opponents. But like we've seen with Rob Font of late, D-Rod in the last fight, even though he got the win, they struggle with just throwing yeah. hands when they get to the higher level. It's mixed martial arts for a reason. You know what I mean? And no matter how good a boxer you are, if you're fighting a decent Muay Thai fighter or kickboxer, it's going to present problems. So Neil Magny, as long as he stays at a, a pick em odds somewhere around that range, I'm going to hit it. I don't, I don't see a reason not to. And he can take bombs. He took bombs from Jeff Neal. So if yeah. you're taking bombs from Jeff, you're taking bombs from Max. I'm not worried about D-Rod bombs. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm just and not. Is, and Neil Magny's 35. I was thinking, hmm, D-Rod's probably, what, 30, 27? They're mm -hmm. both 35 years old. I didn't know D-Rod was oh. that old. So I didn't know that. I don't, it's, it's not like old man Neil Magny's going to get clipped <laughs> by young D-Rod. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. They're good, man. <laughs> yeah, valid, valid. Neil Magny, you're not old, bro. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> um, so my last bet of the night before I ask if you have anything is uh, a parlay. I haven't hit a parlay in like two weeks, and I'm minus 15 units the past two weeks combined. So uh, something's got to change here. I'm going heavy on a parlay. It's going to be my main event fighter, Marina Rodriguez, at a minus 225, paired with Miranda Maverick, minus 700. Rodriguez going up against Lemos, of course, and Maverick going up against Shayna Young. You throw both of these ladies into a parlay, Miranda Maverick and uh, Rodriguez, that comes out to a minus 154. That's my kind of odds. I love that. A lot of people like to put the uh, plus money in the parlay, but minus 150 range for parlay, perfect for me. Let me just say a few things about this. Rodriguez, I think, is better all around than Lemos. I think Lemos has great hands, great boxing, like we were just talking about. We saw her piece up Andrade in the last fight until she got finished. 
Marita's just longer. She's much more experienced here. I think she has many more ways to finish this fight than Lemos does. I like her a lot here, especially at the minus 200 range. Perfect parlay piece. If Lemos catches her early, sure, there's always that chance, but I just don't think Rodriguez fights inside that range where it's going to be a danger. Um, Miranda Maverick, real quick, minus 700 favorite, rightfully so. She's beaten Shanna Young before. They were scheduled to fight, got canceled because Young chickened out on fight day. <laughs> I, actually, I actually think it was Maverick that uh, had the weight <laughs> issues. But um, they're fighting again. Miranda Maverick's better all around. They've both improved since the last time they fought, but Miranda Maverick has greatly improved. I think that's going to be a wash. So let's hope the parlay hits. What are your thoughts on that? I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I saw, uh, which one, what was it? Yeah, if you go on, I use, what's this app, bro? I use DraftKings, but I'm not like a heavy gambler like that. But sure. they have Miranda at plus 130 by decision. And I get it. Like, they're expecting her to finish her. They're expecting her to finish her. But I'm like, I don't know. You know, I, yeah. I feel like taking that is like a one, plus 130 for a, a decision. That's not yeah. bad at all. Especially I'm, like, you know, I'm not, I, I said shit about women's MMA like three times. I'm not trying to be disrespectful. They're all extremely talented fighters and could all beat me up. But women's MMA typically ends in a lot more decisions than finishes. You know what I mean? So plus 130 for Miranda Maverick, who I don't think has finished queen, right? I don't think she's, let me check how many uh, finishes she has of late. She has two or three. She finished Sabina Mazo. She, she finished yeah. um, the woman with the elbow. I can't remember that. She finished, uh, one other person, but other than that, in the well, UFC, just before Mazo, she was on a one, two, three fight decision win streak. So, yeah, you know, she it's she has the power, she has the grappling. Where I think Young's gonna be in trouble at the most. But like I said, Young improved since her last time out too. So I like the plus one thirty decision yeah. from Random Maverick. I just I'm not brave enough to put that in the parlay. That's fine. Yeah, hundred. I think this this event I'm actually excited to throw stuff in because. um it's fire, so I've been watching for a long time. I, I don't like betting if I haven't been watching you for years. I just, Fair. that's why I don't bat gamble a lot. I just, I'm not just throwing my money like that. It's not me. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, yeah. Let, me, let me ask, what bets do you like this weekend? Is there anything so, you've written down? Yeah, I, that's, that's what I threw in. So I did Miranda by decision. I did Neil by decision. And I did uh, Viana by decision. And that throws it into, um, let me delete, because I put yours into here too, so I can remember yours which is crazy. All three of those things is plus 1362. So I'm not throwing in a lot of money. I'm not throwing in a lot of money. Into five that. Bucks, exactly. 10 bucks. exactly. And so, I'm like, that's very plausible. What are Neil Magny's decision odds? Um, plus 140. I like that a lot. That's what I'm saying. Like, it makes no sense why it's sitting at that. And I'm like, <laughs> Vegas I'm always knows something, bro. But like, maybe they do. But you're going to finish them. I don't know, bro. And, and then uh, who, who was the other one you had in there? Remind me again. Uh, Viana by decision. Yeah, over what, what is she? Plus one sixty-five. I see. Uh, <laughs> DraftKings has uh has the fight line where you can do by submission or decision. That yes, might they be have nice. That, that might be nice, but yeah, that's it's different on that. I saw that. I think it's like minus. I think it's like minus four hundred for that one. Exactly. So it's like no. <laughs> it's like I'm not doing that. No, I think that's Miranda Maverick by uh, submission or decision is minus 400. And then Poliana by submission or decision is, uh, shoot, it might be closed. Fuck it. I'm not even going to try. It might be like a pick a mods or something. Yeah, probably something like that. But yeah. 
Hey, I like all three of those decision bets, honestly. Um, I, I, I tend to stay away from the props because that's what eats me every week. But mm. like like I said, man, everything ate me last week. So I might, I might be a little reckless this week trying to get some of that sweet change back. But I'm not sharing the reckless bets on here. I'm responsible. We yeah. both thought these out, and we're sharing them for the best bets, UFC Vegas 63. Kairos, that's all I got, dude. I'm tired. That's I'm going to go to bed. But <laughs> thank you very much for joining me, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, I I love the content you put out. I love your insight. And I love the controversy. I think it's funny as hell. And I think you're a very smart person, much more smart than these uh, basement dwellers from uh, mama's basement. You know what I mean? What's funny is I just talk how I talk. That's why it makes it hilarious. People think I'm trying to make people mad. It's like, bro, this is literally how I act. So I'm not going to change. You, you, you put it all on the table, my man. I, I, I love and respect that from you. You have, you have a fan in me and a friend too. So thank you again, dude. And uh, we'll do it again. Okay, let's hope these bets cash. Yes, appreciate it, my man. Of course.